What's going on, everyone? It's your girl, Kristen R. Harris, and you are tuned in for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. Hey, winners, what's going on? How you guys doing today? Thank you so much for tuning in, for coming and stopping through the winner circle to get put up on that good, good game. Of course, you already know what I'm going to say because I say it every single episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for rocking with the podcast. You already know I am so, so, so appreciative. I wanted to take a quick moment just to share um, some uh a message that I got in my DM about the podcast. She says, I can't tell you enough how much this podcast blesses me. I listened to this episode with tears in my eyes. Someone who knows me, but hadn't seen me in a while told me today that it looks like I've lost my light. I knew exactly what she meant. I've endured a lot of spiritual warfare during the past year, and I don't know when it's going to let up, but I know I'm being crushed for a reason. When you said God can trust you with his glory, that really spoke to my spirit. Kristen, thank you for your transparency. I really needed to hear this today. First of all, thank you for your message. I always appreciate when you guys let me know how much the game is blessing you. And if you guys don't know which episode she's speaking about, because that was a really great episode, I believe it was Close Your Eyes and Trust Me, episode 23. So you want to go back and listen to that if you did not get an opportunity to listen. All right. So thank you so much for your feedback. Thank you guys for the shares, for the listens, for the messages, everything. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Now, you guys know I have been telling you guys that this past Saturday was the birthing plan day escape. Let me tell you, it was a phenomenal day. We had the best group of women. They meshed so well. They did. Um, they, they I mean, they they did their work, which was always makes me feel great. We got together. We spent seven hours together. We were together from 9am until 4pm. Everything was beautiful. Um, The space that we were in was perfect. I actually rented an Airbnb. And so it was called the the birthing plan day escape. So I wanted it to kind of be like a day retreat where they left everything behind and they came to really get a clear plan and direction for what it is that they're trying to birth out. And I actually shared on on my Instagram uh, feed, I, I shared a very transparent post that I really wanted 12 women. That's what I wanted. But I ended up getting six. And for a moment, I was very discouraged thinking, man, maybe I should just cancel this because I didn't even get the number of people that I wanted. But I thank God that I had the right people around me speaking into me and and encouraging me and praying for me and that I was also just able to encourage myself and to hear from God and to to push forward because there was so much healing and breakthrough that went forth on Saturday. It was such a beautiful thing and honestly looking back 
12 women would have been too many. Like that was my goal. And sometimes we have our plans and, and, and we have in our minds what we want it to be. And my daughter, she actually, my daughter, Charisma, my oldest daughter, she actually prayed for me on the way to the event because I asked her to pray for me in the car. And she said, God, take away from mommy her idea of how this day should go and you have your way. And that was such a perfect prayer because I could not have made that day better myself. Like everything that happened, happened. It was supposed to happen the way it did. The people who were in the room, they were the right ones who were supposed to be in the room. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys because it was such a beautiful day. And sometimes we just have to let go of what our idea is. And not even sometimes, actually all the time, because his plans are way higher than our plans. His thoughts are much higher than our thoughts. And so just let go of what you think is supposed to happen and let God have his way. Now today we're going to huddle up for this good, good game. And actually today's episode is going to be just a little bit different in terms of, um, how we're going to, or or what we're going to talk about. Excuse me. I'm still going to give you that good, good game, but actually today I'm, it's going to be story time. I'm going to share a story. And I know I usually share a story on every single episode, but I'm literally going to read you a story that is straight out of the book. God put me up on game volume one by yours truly. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know that this podcast is actually an extension of the book. God put me up on game volume one. This book actually was um, released in April of 2018. So just over a year ago, this book came out and it's a collection of short stories of things I've experienced and um, the lesson or the game that I took away from those situations. And so I I wanted to just kind of read something here. You know, it it, it hit me the other day because I was in prayer like, God, what are we going to talk about this week on the podcast? And he's like, listen, you already gave these people lots of games. So why don't you share a, a brief snippet of one of the stories? And um, maybe you guys will be so motivated to go buy that book. Listen, you can find God Put Me Up On Game Volume 1 on my website, KristenRHarris.com. And you can also find it on Amazon. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I'm, let, let's backtrack to the birthing plan for a moment. We were talking about the day escape earlier, but... The birthing plan, the the actual program, the six-month program that I do, the applications for the summer cohort will be opening up in July. I'm sorry, in June, and it'll start in July. So if you are interested, if you're in the Chicagoland area um, and you want to join the birthing plan, you have an idea, you have a book, you have a, a, a business, a nonprofit, a ministry, or anything that's down in your belly, and you're trying to figure out how to get it out, You want to come through the birthing plan and the applications will be opening, opening up in June. We'll start in July, which will take us all the way through to the end of the year. And, um, I can guarantee you like there has been no one who has come through the birthing plan whose life has not been changed. And I don't say that to brag because I don't take credit for that at all. I I understand that that is God and it it is God using me. And without him, I could not do this. Um, I literally pray every single time we get on a strategy call. 
when, when I have the individual calls with the ladies, I pray because I'm like, God, you lead this call. And some of the things that come out of my mouth, I'm like, well, yep, I know that was God because I'm not even that smart. Okay. <laughs> like I, I don't have all the answers, but he does. And so if you're interested and you want to make sure you do not miss when, um, the, 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 the applications open up, you want to go to the birthing and sign up for the mailing list so that you do not miss when the applications open, because there is always a very short window that we open the applications and we close them because I always get so many. And I can only take, as I said earlier, a small group of women, because I like to keep the experience intimate and I like to really, um, work with you on a personal and individual basis so that we can make sure that you are actually creating your action plan to birth out your business. So I just wanted to go back to that really quickly, just so you guys know it's coming up. Applications will be opening in June and we'll be kicking it off in July. So come on back to the huddle so we can get this good, good game. So as I said, I'm going to read a story right out of the book. God put me up on game volume one. And this one is actually, um, which section is this story in? So this book is broken up into 13 sections, okay? And the first one is Welcome to the Game. And then there's The Game is to be Told, Game from the Pen, Game from the Man, which is the man in all caps, that's God. And then the next one is Game from the Man, which is my husband, because everyone who knows me or follows me on social media knows I call my husband the man. And then I got Game from the Parentals, which um, it are, of course, my parents game from the crew that's game from all my friends, you know, all my girls I hang out with. I got game from the culture, things I've learned from reading, from music, that type of thing. I got game from the hill because I went to Alabama and university shout out to the Bulldogs. And so that is the hill. And so that's where we learned this game. And that's actually where this story will be coming from. It's game from the hill. So this is some game that I picked up during my college days. Then there's game from the hustle, and that's just me as a businesswoman. Game from the struggle, man, because you get so much game in the struggle. So many of us are missing out on game because we're trying to get through the struggle too fast, but you learn your greatest lessons in the valley. Then there's game from the blessed, and of course, game doesn't die. So um, if, if you've been around the podcast long enough, then you know that game is essentially the information required to win at this thing called life. And God wants you to win. So he shares his good, good game with you. And so that's pretty much the premise of the book and the podcast. And so I wanted to read this particular story. As I said, it's in game from the hill. And the name of this story is you were born to win. And I thought this was perfect because, hey, this is the podcast for winners, right? And you, you guys are winners. We're in the winner's circle. So I wanted to share this one with you. And this story is um, really written to the woman. Actually, this entire book is pretty much written for women. There is a, a small section that I, I write directly to the man. Um, I, I do think that men can take some game away from this book, but it, it is written specifically for women. And so this story um, I will be speaking to the woman, but again, men, you can pick up on this good, good game for yourself. You can even take this game home to your sister, to your daughter, to your wife, to your girlfriend, to whomever that you think may benefit. So let's get right into it. You were born to win. Finding myself on the receiving end of a sucky relationship that ended with me bawling my eyes out because things didn't work out as I expected 
automatically certified me as the expert of broken hearts and failed relationships. Thus, it was only appropriate that I that I founded the entire I'm the one that got away movement with Ashanti's foolish on repeat in my dorm room and on my voicemail intro. It was evident to everyone both near and far that I was going through my first major breakup and heartbreak with Jake. Side note, guys, these names have been changed in the book. These are not these people's real names. I did change names to protect the guilty because everyone is guilty in this book. Um, If I keep it as 100 as I have this entire time, then I have to admit that the pain I experienced from Jake was a payment that was due to me. The check had been written as early as 1996 when I dumped my then boyfriend without so much as an explanation. I turned around and did the exact thing in 1998 when I gave my prom date the axe because I wanted to pursue my relationship with Jake. So all that heart-wrenching pain that I attributed to Jake was also some of my own fault. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely blame him for the way that his lying, cheating, and selfish ways drove a wedge between us. But that chick karma is a real you-know-what, and she always makes good on her IOUs. She will come to administer what rightfully belongs to you. God put me up on game. So in the book, guys, another side note, you know, this is going to be a story with side stories. In this book, there are, um, there's the hashtag GPMUOG. And of course, that's God put me up on game. And anytime you see that hashtag GPMUOG, you know that you better listen to that because that's the game and it's, it's bolded. So this is hashtag God put me up on game. Do not be, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Galatians 6 and 7. I imagine that each of my exes who took notice of the whole I'm the one that got away movement probably wanted to give me an earful about how into myself I am. But deep down, they knew that I was telling the truth. If I was a man, I would want a woman just like me. And I'm not saying that because it's me. To have a chick that you can chill with and chat with like the boys and then have that same chick turn around and be the, well, you already know enough about me by now to, to finish painting the picture. I wasted so much time giving my all to men who were not committed to learning how to reciprocate those gifts. There I was thinking that I was winning because I had good looking men who loved to flaunt me around because I was fine too. But what I desired the most was much deeper than our appearances. I wanted them to pray for me and pray for us like I was praying for us. Being considered first seemed like something so basic. Yet all the guys that I was dealing with acted like I was asking them to do Chinese math at a rap concert surrounded by 10,000 screaming fans. My version of winning was really a hand of no spades losing. And listen, ladies, if you're losing and by losing, I mean that you are allowing a man to treat you like crap. Something is gravely wrong. Both of you are discounting your value. You are so powerful beyond nature. You were fashioned from a rib. Do you understand that the very essence, the core of who you are is a rib? The rib cage protects the heart and lungs. That must be an extraordinarily strong structure to be tasked with guarding two of the most important organs in the human body. Baby, it gets no stronger than that. 
So yes, you are a being of amazing strength and you have supreme power. Why are you letting someone who doesn't understand that power belittle and disrespect you? Somewhere at this exact moment, there is a man wondering how to get to you. He is willing to learn how to love you in every way imaginable. You're different and special in every way imaginable. You love me. <laughs> From my hair follicle to my toenails. Shout out to Jill Scott. He loves me. Another side note, listeners, winners. Um, There are musical references all throughout this book because I am a certified music head. So at any given time during the midst of these stories, I can and I will break out in song. Even though I can't really sing. <laughs> So listen, ladies, that feels so good too, especially after you've experienced everything else that wasn't that. God put me up on game. He has someone just for you. But if you have someone in the, in that spot that doesn't belong, you are holding up the process. If you recall, I had my first encounter meeting with my husband in August of 2002. My birthday fell on a Sunday a few short months later. To celebrate, I invited all my close girlfriends to worship with me at church. Right after my purchase of Little Money, which was my a card that I bought with my own money, I was so excited. It was a green Pontiac Grand Am. I think it was a 1996 two-door Pontiac Grand Am, and I was so excited. I named her Little Money, or named him Little Money. Maybe it was a boy. I can't remember. But anyway, I made sure to uphold my promise to God to start going back to church whenever he blessed me with a car. All the folks around me with cars would call me in a heartbeat to hit up the club and party. Yet no one ever called on Sunday morning for me to accompany them to church. God put me up on game. Although God uses people to bless others often, he doesn't need them to do so. If there are people who are not aiding you in getting to your destiny, God will step over every single one of them just to bless you with what you need. No God juniors needed here. Just be sure you keep up your end of the bargain if you make a promise to him. All right, so back to my 22nd birthday. I can still see the day clearly from the maroon crushed corduroy pants and coordinating sheer floral top that I wore to the stirring sermon that day and especially the prophetic words spoken directly to me at the conclusion of the service. Out of nowhere, a beautiful brown skinned woman who I had seen before but knew nothing about approached me. I was admiring her fly haircut, but she was not concerned with anything of the flesh. That woman marched right up to me like she had been sent on a classified mission. She grabbed my chin in a way that said, look at me, little girl, and listen. Ordinarily, I would have been on the defense and shot her some nasty look that responded with, girl, and who the hell are you? Like only D-Bone or Dime Bone or Dime Bizzle. If you want to know who that person is, you have to read the book. But I would have shot her a look like only D-Bone could. However, she had such a spirit of authority that I immediately straightened up and looked her square in the face. Even her words commanded attention as they dripped with authority. God said to let that man go. He has something better for you, but he can't give it to you because you won't let that other man go. I don't know who he is talking about, but you do. 
Before she could finish serving me my entire life on a silver platter in front of the church on my birthday, the tears were falling on my upper lip. She was right. I knew exactly what he was talking about. I had to let the guy that I was dating, his name is Z, I had to let him go because someone was better. There was someone better for me. God wanted to give me my forever, but I was stuck with what was supposed to be the past. God put me up on game. Sometimes we can be so madly in love with people that we can't even see that they are just a distraction from what God truly has for us. In my mind, Z and I were going to be together for the long haul. Looking back on that day, today, I can't believe that I was that stupid. He could have never been the man that I needed for the woman that I am today. (laughs) He couldn't even have been the man I needed then. And I hadn't even started becoming the woman that God had destined me to be. God put me up on game. When God blesses you with a mate, he or she will be the person for where you are going, not for where you are. Trust God's process because you don't know the plans. Stop losing in these relationships when God created you to win. That, my friends, is you were born to win. So the moral of the story is as you are waiting for God to send you that person that he is specifically crafting for you, do not get caught up holding someone in that place just because you feel like you need a placeholder because sometimes you have people in place and God can't even get you the person that he's trying to get to you because you're holding on to someone who it was never meant to occupy that space God wants you to win. He wants you to win even at this relationship thing. He doesn't want you to be constantly out here losing. And sometimes we have to lose. We we learn lessons in the losses. You know, I talked about that on a previous podcast. I think it was um I failed up or another one. Um we I talk about the L's. You know, you have to or no, I think it was winners are losers. That was episode 20. Winners are losers. And we don't we we don't always lose. Some, sometimes we learn. And so there are those relationships that you have to lose in to learn but if you are consistently losing it's time to take a step back and look at yourself why am I attracting all of these losers Mm -hmm. because if you're losing in a relationship is somebody's lose somebody's a loser (laughs) and if you're not the loser then why do you keep attracting the losers and then the other thing is to that you want to ask yourself is why do I keep allowing this? Because I can almost guarantee you that God has given you the signs and the red flags. If he wants you out of that thing, if he's trying to move you on to better, if he's trying to level you up, if he's trying to get you to the winner's circle in your relationships, he has already shown you that this is not the person for you. And so it's time to 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 move out of that. Um, it's, 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 it's time to move that person out of the spot so that God can get to you what he's trying to get to you. And again, don't be like me. Don't, don't be out here sowing all negativity. Like I said, I, I mean, I was a force to be reckoned with back in my day. <laughs> I was just dropping them like flies. So you don't want to be out here sowing negativity into relationships and then expecting to, to, to reap a beautiful and bountiful and 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 blessed harvest either so that's that that's a different podcast for another day but 
I just really want you to know and be encouraged that if you have not gotten or received that that man that husband that you have been praying for don't you dare get weary you know keep on stay on your face keep praying for that man God is going to send him um you prepare yourself I one of my biggest pieces of advice that I I give to women when they inquire with me about you know my preparation process for becoming a wife and I'm always very honest I didn't really prepare to become a wife I I wasn't looking I got married when I was 24 years old and marriage kind of caught me off guard I was not necessarily looking to be married that young I thought I would be like 33 34 before I got married before I had a kid um interestingly enough though um, 24 has always been my favorite number. That's that. That's my birthday, November 24th. That's also my line number from Delta Sigma Theta, Delta Delta chapter. So 24 has always been my favorite number since I was a young girl. And I remember being a young girl saying, man, I'm going to get married and have my child when I was 24. And I didn't even realize how kind of unrealistic that was because, you know, getting like ideally getting married and having a child at the same age is kind of hard. But I guess I had spoken it so much. I literally spoke that thing into existence because I did get married. Um, and I had a baby at 24. I was actually pregnant when I got married. Um, and that's not the reason we got married. We were already planning to get married, but I had gotten pregnant. And so we wanted our child to be born on the inside of our union. So we went ahead and got, we got married, um, in July of that year. And I had her in November and, um, but, but, but when women ask me about, you know, what I did to prepare, I, I wasn't really, um, preparing to be married, but, but the thing that I did do was I took all the focus off of being married and I put the focus on becoming the best version of who I was supposed to be. I did the things I wanted to do. I, you know, I built my life up spiritually. I, I explored hobbies. I traveled, like I just did all the things I wanted to do. And I'm actually very happy that that is the, the road that I chose because when my husband came into my life and when he was ready to marry me, I was already doing these things. And so it it was no surprise. It wasn't like, oh, okay, now you want to start flourishing into this new person. And let me just say, it's okay to evolve in your marriage. Um, I wouldn't be in a marriage with anyone who doesn't allow me to evolve. Um, I just finished reading a, a novel called Discovering Lita. Shout out to author Angie D. Lee. I had her on my author's tea, um, video, my, my author's tea, uh, uh, show that we do on Facebook live. But, um, one of the things that I read in her book was that, you know, the, the, the wife, she, she said to her husband, I want you to allow me to be, okay. I want you to be okay with me being who I am while still evolving into someone new. And I thought that was such a profound line because that is very key in marriage. So I guess the, the, the biggest thing I would say to those of you who are waiting really just become who you're becoming like don't stop becoming who you are while you're waiting for God to to send him through like continue to grow continue to evolve continue to become everything that God is is grooming and shaping and molding you to be and then when when that man comes the right one he'll be able to appreciate every single thing about you and and everything that God is doing and as I said in the book 
He won't just be for who you are today. He will be for the woman that you are becoming. And I thank God like almost every single day. Anytime I think about my husband and I'm and I'm praising God for my husband because I praise God for my husband often. My husband is amazing. He's an amazing man. Um, I tell people all the time, this work that I do, I would not be able to do it if I did not have a supportive husband because he really shares me with the world. And so he has to be very strong in his own right to to be okay with that. So I, I thank God for him. I thank God for the husband and the father that he is, the provider, the protector, the priest of our home, all of that. But anytime I'm I'm going to God and I'm just having a praise break and a, a gratitude moment about my husband, I always tell him, you know what, I thank you that you know, you kept from me what I thought I wanted, what I thought I needed because God in all of his infinite wisdom, he knew that I needed a man for where I was going. I did not see any of this. I didn't see a podcast. I didn't see me writing all these books. I didn't see me creating a birthing plan and a scribe chart. I didn't see any of that. And so God knew that these were the things that he was calling me to do somewhere down the line. And I would need a man who could um, accept that who could stand with that. But even more than that, who could pray me through, who could encourage me, you know, um, you want a man for who God is growing you up to be. Cause you, you might be grown that girl, but you have seen nothing yet. Eyes have not seen ears have not heard all of the amazing things that God is going to do in and through your life. So I am praying for you. And you know what? I like to shout out my friends on the podcast. Anytime my friends are doing something amazing. So I actually have a friend, Delisa New Williams. Um, she's one of my sister friends. And she actually has a program since we're on the, the topic. It's called He's Worth the Wait. And she's this is specifically for women who desire to get married. And um, Delisa is actually a woman. And she'll tell you she did prepare for marriage. She went to counseling, um, premarital counseling. I don't know if it was called premarital counseling, but she went to counseling for herself to help her to prepare to become a wife. So she was actually in the preparation stages to becoming a wife. And so I think she, she'll be celebrating her eighth year of marriage this year. Um, she has a beautiful blended family between, um, her and her husband. I think they have one, two, three, four, five children. Um, so just, just a beautiful story. And so she has this program called worth the wait. And I would encourage any woman who is interested to, to reach out to her. You can find her at Delisa new Williams on all social medias, and you can find out more about her program. So that's D E L I S A. N-E-W-W-I-L-L-I-M-S, Delisa New Williams. So women who, who want to be prepared for wifehood, because baby, you need to be prepared for this ride, okay? And even with all the preparation, you're still not going to be prepared. <laughs> but you could be more prepared than you would, more prepared than I would. So I tell people all the time, um, in my relationship, in my with me and my husband, I think a lot of our issues in the beginning of our marriage what I think a lot of them were me because I just was not prepared. I was not ready. And, um, if I could go back, I wouldn't change anything. I, I wouldn't, because I think those, those days really helped us to grow to where we are here. Almost what 14 years later, praise God. Oh my goodness. Can't believe we're coming up on our 14th year anniversary, but God is amazing. He's a keeper. And I just praise him for that. So 
that's all the game I got for you on today, guys. Just know that God wants you to win even in your relationships. He wants you to win in your relationships. So um, seek him. Seek him even in those things. Submit that relationship to God. If you're in a relationship right now, submit it to God. Because I, I can guarantee you that if that's not who he wants you to be with, he will let you know. Um, quick story, real quickly. I, I mentioned the guy Z that I was dating at the time when that woman said, let that man go. Um, I will never forget. I, I literally prayed one night and this is, um, after this is actually after this woman told me to let him go. This is so funny because God had, it's, it's like, guys, like how many times do I have to send you the same message? Like this woman told you, she, she doesn't know you from a can of paint. And she walked up to you and said, let this man go. But then there was another time where, you know, I'm still hanging on because I want what I want, you know, how we are, you know, this, I, I think this is good. What do you mean? This isn't good for me, God. Like this seems to be working and God's like, yeah, but I have an aerial bird's eye view and I see stuff that you will never see. Okay. So anyway, I, I go to God one night and I'm like, God, I'm, I'm praying because I'm really wrestling in my spirit because I'm trying to hold on to something that my spirit woman is telling me is not right. But my flesh is weak. Um, I've, I've developed a, an, an intense soul tie with this man because you know of course we're we're engaging in sex and so um I'm you know I'm stuck and so I, I go to God and I'm like man God I'm really conflicted like I on one hand I, I feel like you know maybe I should let this go but on the other hand I feel like man this this is right this this can turn into something this can be my future and I said God just give me a sign just give me a sign, God. And I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't know, guys. I talk so much. But I said, God, just, just give me a sign and make it so clear that I cannot mistake it for anything else. So the very next day, this is literally what I prayed that night before. The very next day, I wake up and I'm going about my business. And it's actually around this guy's birthday. And so I call him because I'm in the store. And I'm going to purchase something for him. And I, I was calling to see about a size or something. I don't remember the exact details, but he says to me, listen, don't buy me anything. And then I'm like, okay, you know, that's okay. But then he goes on to say, listen, I'm not your man. I'll never be your man. Just stop pursuing me. And, you know, it was so out of his character that as much as it hurt, like, and I mean, it pierced me to, to the depths of my soul. I knew that that was God, like, because it, I, I asked for a sign that was so clear that I couldn't mistake it for anything else. Well, you can't mistake that for it. Stop pursuing me. I'm not going to be your man. You can't pursue that for anything else. And so I'm saying that to say that if you're in a relationship right now and you're conflicted, you don't know um, if, if this is the person submit it to God and don't be afraid of his answer and when he gives you his answer take heed immediately like make it happen do something make make the change that's why you know I quote this all the time on the podcast James 1 and 5 is one of my favorite scriptures if any of you lacks wisdom then you come to me and and I'll give it to you freely you you can ask me whatever you want but it goes on to say that when you get the answer don't you dare doubt you believe because otherwise you're worse you're, you're, you're double-minded you're, you're just like the wind being tossed to and fro so when he lets you know that this relationship is not what he has for you, as good as it may feel to you, you got to take heed and believe it.
All right. So guys, again, God wants you to win. He wants you to win even in relationships. He's concerned with you. So submit that thing to him and let him put you up on that good, good game and take that game and apply it to your life. All right. That's all I got for you guys. I'll be back here same time next week. I love you guys. I'm praying for you. Until next time, Kristen R. Harris and I'm out. Bye. I'm not going